Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Yami. I'm a board-certified pediatrician, certified health and wellness coach, author, and speaker. I'm also a passionate promoter of the power of diet and lifestyle in preventing and reversing chronic disease and bringing joy and longevity into our lives. This podcast is focused on plant-based nutrition, habit formation, motivation, and mindset so that you can have the tools to live the best life possible. Are you ready to get started? Let's do this. Hello, veggie lovers. Happy Thursday. I hope that you are doing fantastic today. I'm going to talk about lunch today. So before we start talking about lunch, I want to tell you about something really cool. If you haven't already seen it, all of my freebies. So I have lots of cool freebies like replacing meat, replacing dairy, um, lots of things like that, where you can actually link to recipes. They've been very popular. People are really liking them. To access them, just go to my website, dryami.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-Y-A-M-I.com forward slash free, F-R-E-E. So if you go to my website there, you can find all of my freebies to download. You can download one or all of them. There's probably almost close to 10 now. Great resources that you can keep on your computer or print out so that you always have some ideas. But today we are going to talk about lunch. So recently I had an episode where I talked about breakfast and how to approach breakfast in a way that's easy and that fits into your preferences. So this time I'm going to talk about lunch. Why is lunch important? Because I think that lunch is one of those things that either gets skipped because you don't have time or gets rushed or you end up going through the drive-through, the vending machine, you get the donuts from the break room and what happens? You don't feel good. So if you skip lunch, you have a drop in your energy, but then you get super hungry and then you get home and you eat the entire pantry until you're like a, on a, in a coma on the couch. So that's not the best approach. But if you hit the vending machine or the drive-through, you're going to feel all lethargic and groggy and not feel good for the rest of the day. So what I want you to start thinking about is that lunch doesn't have to be difficult, okay? It doesn't have to take a lot of time. It's just a mindset thing, okay? I've been taking my own lunch for years, like pretty much always my habit has been to pack my own lunch and to pack my children's lunch. So I'm not going to focus on kid lunches in this episode. We can do a separate episode on that one. For this one, I want to focus on us big people and how we can get our lunch game right. And that way we can start feeling better overall. So why should you consider packing your own lunch? One, it saves you money. It's way cheaper than hitting the drive-through every single day or the vending machine. Those vending machine snacks aren't cheap either. It saves you time, even though initially you think it's going to take more time, it actually takes less time to have to go than having to go through the drive-through and do those things. And you know, the best part is it usually leads to a more health promoting 
eating habit, okay? So more health-promoting meal and habit that you can sustain for your lifetime. And you guys know, if you know me, if you followed me for a while, that I'm all about simplicity and efficiency. So I'm gonna share some ideas that work for me, but of course, this is not every single idea available to you, just something to get you started. So number one lunch idea, leftovers. Now, I know some people are very picky and they don't like eating leftovers for whatever reason, but there are some foods that are actually even better the next day or a couple of days after it's been cooked. Casseroles, soups, those kinds of things, they are amazing the next day. So if you haven't tried it, try it. But the hack that I have for you when it comes to leftovers is plan for leftovers. Excuse me. So whenever you make dinner the night before, double or triple the recipe so that you have leftovers. And after you finish eating dinner, go ahead and pack them up in your glass containers or whatever reusable containers you have so that you're ready for the next day. And it works great because then it's just grab and go. You have your little container ready, you take it out of your fridge, you put it in your lunch bag and you go. So that does require some planning ahead. The other thing you can do is get into the habit of always doubling or tripling your dinners. And if you have too much for the week, you can freeze those extra portions. And then you have a backlog of meals that are grab and go that you can use for any meal of the day, dinner, lunch, or even breakfast, because it's totally fine to eat leftovers for breakfast. We talked about that last time. Okay. So leftovers, number one. Number two, meal stacking. This is my favorite strategy and what I do most days. You can also call this like a bootable. It's very similar. So basically what I do is I have every weekend when I do my batch cooking, which we're going to talk about later, I have a grain, a bean, I have my veggies, whether they're cooked or raw or like salad greens and a sauce, maybe a starchy vegetable, something like that. And then I put that all together and make myself a little bowl. Stacking comes from Dr. Witowski who is a plant-based OB-GYN. I had him on the podcast episode number 32. He talks about meal stacking. So if you want to check that episode out, he talks about how he implements that in his life with his family and he has six kids. So lots of experience there. And it can be anything and the combinations are endless. You can create all kinds of combinations of these Buddha bowls or these meal stacks. And it's really great. Number three, the famous wrap or burrito. Everybody loves putting something in a tortilla, okay? So kids, adults, in between, everybody loves putting things in a tortilla. So you can either call it a wrap or you can call it a burrito. But the premise is you put some kind of sauce or base. Think hummus refried beans, black bean dip. I mean, it could be even cashew, cream cheese, whatever. Then you add to it your veggies, your beans, your grain, a sauce, spices, all kinds of things. Roll it up and you eat it. There's so many recipes for lots of creative different wraps and burritos. But if you like having something that's in a burrito form, then go for it. Now, if you have a lot of wet ingredients, it may be helpful to pack those separate from the tortilla. And when you're ready to eat, if you want it warm, you can heat up the ingredients and then roll it into your tortilla. If it's stuff that isn't that wet, you can 
you know, assemble it ahead of time and wrap it up and have it that way. But that always works. One that is super easy and simple that I teach as a food for life instructor is a hummus wrap. So you get a whole wheat tortilla, you spread hummus, then you spread a layer of baby spinach and then a layer of shredded carrots, which at my grocery store, they actually have the julienned carrots already in a package. So all of the stuff is pre-washed, ready to go. I mean, it's literally gonna take you less than five minutes. If you don't think one is gonna be enough, pack two. You can also put sliced red bell pepper, you can put cucumber in there, but that does get soggy. If you just do the spinach and the carrot, it doesn't usually get soggy. Kids love this recipe as well. It's so delicious. So that is an easy one for to for you to use right away. And then just vary it. So instead of hummus, you can do black bean dip, do different veggies. It's super simple. This does not have to be complicated. Just put some plants together and eat them, okay? So number four, it's very American, but the sandwich. So same concept of a wrapper burrito, but instead you're going to have two slices of bread, preferably a whole grain bread or a whole grain sourdough would even be better for your gut microbiome. As we learned from Dr. B from his book, fiber fueled, but you know, you can even go with the very traditional peanut butter and jelly, throw some smashed strawberries or some smashed banana in there for even more variety and for more fiber. You can, if you're still transitioning and you're used to a meat and cheese sandwich, just do plant-based or vegan alternatives. I love the creamy chow cheese. Check out my dairy-free episode to learn more about dairy replacements. And then, you know, there's all kinds of different companies that have meat alternatives and lunch meats. So you can start there and then over time transition to something that's more whole, but that's completely acceptable. Or, you know, if you're on the go and you're traveling or whatever, these pack well. So lots of different options that you can have there. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. The fifth option or idea that I have for you is to use a vegan meal delivery service. So these are relatively new, but they're pretty amazing. This is going to be a little bit more expensive. So this is probably not going to be on the money saving side unless you're already eating out every day or even several meals per day, it could potentially save you money. But if you're used to making all your own food, then it's probably gonna be more expensive, but it is very convenient. So there's meal delivery services such as Splendid Spoon, Daily Harvest, Vistro, and Plantable are some of the ones that I looked up. These are ones that everything is already prepared. You don't have to put anything together. You just have to heat it up. So you either have to heat it up or put it in a blender. Some of them, they're already even pre-blended. They have smoothies that are already ready for you. So if you know that you don't mind spending the extra money, you just want to have the healthy food and you don't want to have to think about it, look into some of these services. So I recently did enter into an affiliate agreement with Splendid Spoon. So I will have that up on the blog post soon if you want to get $25 off your first order. But we tried it out. I really liked it. The bowls were great. So it's you know definitely an option if you need something that's convenient, plant-based, 
A lot of them are gluten-free as well and delicious, okay? So don't be shy about looking into that. Number six is side items. So these are kind of your main thing, but don't, you know, neglect putting in some fruits, putting in some cut up veggies, hummus dip, different things like that, some plant-based crackers. Those will complement your meal, but you can also use them as snacks as needed. The next episode will be on snacks and I'll tell you my opinion on snacks. Okay, so those are the top six ideas that I had for you. If you're the kind of person that already doesn't make their lunch, you can get started right away, okay? So leftovers, easy, because you're already cooking dinner, hopefully. Meal stacking or bootables, wrapper burrito, a sandwich, or use a meal delivery service, and don't forget your side items. So let's talk about time and money saving hacks for ways that you can make this even more efficient. Like I said, I do batch cooking. So that's the number one time and money saving hack. It sounds really overwhelming, but once you get used to it, it saves you lots of time. So what is batch cooking? Batch cooking is when on one day you cook your individual ingredients that you're going to use in your recipes and your meals. Like I said, mine is pretty simple. I just cook a grain, usually brown rice, quinoa, millet, something like that, bean. So your chickpeas, your black beans, your black bean, your pinto beans, your lentils, things like that. And I usually make one or two sauces, so like a cashew cream sauce, a dressing that you can use, a pesto, a plant-based pesto sauce. Those are different things that you can put in your rotation so that every week you have something new. Cut up your veggies or roast your veggies, cook your veggies, however you're going to do that, and cook your starchy vegetables, so your potatoes, your sweet potatoes, um, your squashes. So that would be your batch cooking. So in order to do that, you have to pick a day of the week where you have about a couple of hours to put that all together and then put it away. Then it's ready for you. And it also saves you cleaning time because you're not going to be in the kitchen every single day making these individual ingredients. Number two is meal prepping. So meal prepping is similar to batch cooking, but you go the extra step in meal prepping and you actually make full recipes. So if you know that, say, you're going to have a pasta, you're going to have an enchilada casserole, those kinds of things, you pick three to five recipes and you make them and then you put them into their individual containers. Or it doesn't even have to be that elaborate, but you get your meals and you prep them. You put them into containers, organize it in your fridge, and then literally it becomes grab and go. You can do this for breakfast too. In the breakfast episode, I talked about overnight oats. We do that on Sunday. We get all our overnight oats in mason jars, and then literally you just reach into the fridge and you grab it and you can eat it cold or heat it up. So this works for lunch as well. Number three, time and money saving hack is put your appliances to work for you. I love my appliances. They make my life so much easier. My favorites are going to be my Vitamix blender, which I also use as my food processor. I do not have a separate food processor. My instant pot, which I use several times per week to make beans, to steam things, to make sweet potatoes my air fryer, which I love. And my air fryer is actually a combination. It's a Breville smart air oven, smart oven air. 
So I can roast my vegetables in there and do all kinds of stuff in there extra. So I love that appliance as well. And then I also have a rice cooker. I'm still attached to my rice cooker. I still use it in addition to my instant pot. I just love it. It just makes the rice perfect. So don't neglect those appliances, use them. If you know, it just saves you time. You don't have to be watching things on the stove. You set it, you put the timer, it's ready. And you don't have to come back exactly when it's done for most things. So it really does save you time and energy. So look into that. If you don't have any of those, they are investments, but you don't have to do it all at once. Just one at a time. I acquired my favorite appliances one at a time over time. My rice cooker, I think my memory just came up recently on Facebook and I've had it for over seven years. So it's still something I use every single week. Number four, use frozen and shelf stable foods. So if you're not to the point yet where you wanna get an instant pot and you wanna make your own beans, get canned beans, get frozen beans. They even come in Tetra packs now. I mean, there's like so many options. It's completely fine. Just eat beans, please eat beans. Put more beans into your meals. You don't have to make them yourself. If you're intimidated by it or you don't have time, definitely get them. Now, they're a little bit more expensive that way. You'll save money if you make them from scratch, but it's not hugely more expensive, okay? The other thing is veggies. So frozen veggies are awesome and they're so great to use in a pinch as well. So if, you know, you get home late or the week didn't go as planned, you have frozen veggies, you have pasta in the the pantry, you have some pasta sauce, very quick meal you can make without having to think very hard about it, very easy. And then you can use that as leftovers as well. Frozen fruit works great too. And there's even frozen and shelf-stable cooked grains. So mixed grains, brown rice. I mean, there's so many conveniences available now. Don't hesitate to use those things. And you don't have to do it all the time. You know, maybe there's a week that you're going to be a little bit busier. That might be the week that you cook less from scratch and use some of those more convenience items. Number five is invest in durable plastic-free containers. If you're going to be packing your lunch and make this a habit, you definitely want to stay safe, avoid plastics, and it's better for the earth. So just make an investment. It doesn't have to be all at once. Acquire maybe two or three at a time and then rotate them until, you know, you might need to rewash them if you don't have enough to last a whole week, but it's really great. It's really convenient. Then you can stick it in the microwave. You don't have to worry about getting the plastic endocrine disruptors and those kinds of things. And then the final tip is just get into a routine and be gentle with yourself. Try different things. I have my routine. I'm used to taking my own lunch. I like it. It's comforting. I know that it's going to feel good in my stomach. I'm going to have energy for my afternoon to see patients and to do whatever work I need to do. So it's a routine that reinforces itself because I know it makes me feel good. At the beginning, whenever you first start this routine, there's probably going to be hiccups. There's going to be times where it feels like it's taking so long or it feels like it's just so cumbersome to your schedule. So just tweak it and make it work for you. Find the way to work for you and your life your preferences, your routine. There's no right or wrong. Just how can you eat more whole plant foods, save money, save, save time, save energy, and feel better. The goal is to have more well-being and longevity at the end of the day. Okay. So I hope that that helps and that gave you some ideas. And for those of you that are not quite lunch takers, that you feel more empowered to give it a try. 
Let me know what you think. You can email me at yami at dryami.com if you are starting a new lunch-taking habit. And I hope that you have a very plantastic day and I will catch you later. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and I look forward to having you back again next week. A very special thank you to the band Rocket Surgeons for permission to use the broccoli song. To find out more about the Rocket Surgeons, please visit their website at rocketsurgeonsband.com or Facebook at Rocket Surgeons Music. Please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Also, all of my social media links can be found in the podcast description. Send me a message and let me know what you think of today's podcast. Sharing is caring. Please share, rate, and review my podcast and drop me a line if you have ideas for future episodes. Thank you once again and have a plantastic day. We're having broccoli. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.